Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to Guys We Fuck, the anti-slut shaming podcast. Yo, you haven't said I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm your boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about fucking. Hello, party people. How you doing? How you been? Oh, Welcome to the show. Ah, oh, pew, pew, pew. Ain't no cursing here, YouTube. Yeah. Oh, we want to stay in the algorithm, baby. And we are going to talk like nice church ladies. Welcome to Guys We Hugged. hugged. We hugged them. Thai bad girl podcast. <laughs> oh, you any bad girls here? Hey, where are my bad girls at? Is that- bad girls and bad boys. Let's fornicate. Is that how you guys get introduced when you do like like radio morning radio? On the road? That's yeah. how I got I got <laughs> guys, guys we hugged, hugged oh, from guys be doing hugged. bad morning radio for years. That's how I retrieved that title. Oh, it's we hugged them in their so nether perfect. regions, or which is downstairs. <laughs> Sometimes we do guys we knew biblically is my favorite. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> that was my suggestion. Guys we knew biblically. Guys we took in. Yeah. Guys we took in. Guys who uh, entered, and not all of them deserved us? it. Not all of them deserved. It. Oh my god! But in that, what happens, huh? Kids, you you good? It's February. Is it February by the time this comes out? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, February is. Uh, That's right. It's not February in this moment, but it's February starting Wednesday. Right, right, right. I love my birthday month. I just love my birthday. It's a good I, month. It's a great. It just. I feel like the. Oh man, I can't curse. Uh, I feel like the best. I just feel like the, I'm like yeah, I'm I'm the woman. Like my whole month, the whole month of the birthday. I feel great. Just confidence through the roof. I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to get tips. Oh. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to. Are you, is there just to sit around or is there? Yeah. I guess I want to do something for my birthday. Yeah. I kind of want to do drugs and go dancing. Okay. So that sounds fun. House of Yes or something. Nice. Uh, But we'll see. Um, If you want to email us, the email address to send that email to is sorryaboutlastnightshow at gmail.com. Subject line for today. My boyfriend keeps prioritizing his parents. Oh, boy. First off, I've been a loyal listener since 2015, and I've always thought y'all are hilarious, shamelessly badass, 
women around. Can I curse yet? Yeah, we've it's been Fuck over a yeah. minute. I could really use some advice on an issue that's been bothering me for a while. My significant other's parents. My boyfriend, male 25, let's call him Max. Ooh, that means you like him. Max is a hot name. And I, female 26, have been dating for two years now. It's important to note that I have nothing against his parents personally. It sounds like you do. They have always been especially kind and welcoming towards me. Nonetheless, they are overbearing and constantly guilt Max into doing things he doesn't want to do. <laughs> sounds like it. Why? If one more person writes about a problem that is somebody else's, that it's they have, the other person has to manage. Um. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm, oh, what God. should I tell them? I think, okay. He comes from a very close-knit Asian family where familial enmeshment is oh. the norm. Okay. And everyone is involved and everyone is involved in everyone's business. A few years ago, his older sibling completely cut off all communication with his entire family because their mother wouldn't stop micromanaging his life and disrespecting his boundaries. To me, that sounds like a great choice. Max, on the other hand, is still very much dependent on his parents. He lives at home, works, that's in quote, uh, for oh. their company. Shade. Yeah. You're, are you calling your boyfriend lazy? It sounds like it. He's, she's dating a loser and then she's blaming the parents. <laughs> it's like he would be homeless if not for them, girlfriend. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it, I guess. Yeah, it's funny. He lives at home and works for their company, is pressured to attend every family gathering event. Again, but he goes. So he could say... I'm not doing this, but that, but that's paying rent, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If you're under your if you're under your parents' roof, you know, there's a level of respect that you kind of owe them in a way. Yeah. Um, event and trip and is expected to drop everything at a moment's notice to cater to their every request. For their business, Max's job duties are nothing more than grunt work as their personal assistant Uber driver. <laughs> he works for his parents in that he's like their maid. It seems like he ha- like Max has no skills and they his and parents no have recognized this. <laughs> and no spine. No <laughs> skills, no spine. Trying to give God this did, a shot. God did not spend a little more time on Max. Yeah. Uh, for the family business, Max's job duties are nothing more than grunt work as a personal assistant, Uber driver, Aaron Runner. <laughs> He's there. He's his parents' intern. This is so funny. Yeah, Wait, this, oh, this rocks. Um, is Max available for hire? Yeah, they just order him around to complete uh, menial day-to-day tasks. They he- don't respect him, and neither do you. <laughs> And she's writing us about it. Yeah, I don't respect him. I've known him for, I've known him as a person for three minutes. I don't respect him either. He finally started looking for a real job after I nearly broke up with him a few months ago because of his latency and lack of initiative. Ooh, nearly. That'll show up. I'm gonna threaten to leave you, mister. I might stop having sex with you in a couple of months if this doesn't improve. Uh, On family trips, his parents order him around nonstop. Oh, this is so sad. And he never gets any say in anything. Well, he doesn't... He doesn't demand... (laughs) See, I'm looking at it like this. Like, he's not putting his fucking foot down. At the same time, if he is living with his parents, that could be his rent. But that sounds like a shit trade to me, but we'll see. Okay. I've attended trips with them multiple times, and they always have a jam-packed itinerary. Waking up at 8 a.m. to go... (laughs) 
to go hiking, driving for hours on end to tourist attractions, filling every spare moment with countless activities. Honestly, it sounds kind of fun. Yeah, that sounds great yeah, to me. Maybe you should like be more appreciative of also your free trip. <laughs> yeah. And we never have this choice to opt out. And every time Max and I have slept in the same room with his parents or on a pullout couch next to his snoring uncle and little cousins. I can't, well, that's what happens. That's, that's how family trips go. Girl. I mean, I hate to break the news to you, but what Asian parents are going to let you have a fuck fest? I mean, just have you lived in the world at all? I can handle. Like, come on. I can handle the tight sleeping arrangements, but it's ridiculous that we can never get more than five minutes alone unless it's super late at night after everyone's gone to sleep. I want a 69 on the on my <laughs> boyfriend's parents' vacation. <laughs> Life isn't fair. <laughs> Why does God hate me? You're like, what are you talking about? God, what did I do to you? I can handle this tight. Th- okay. Um, Unless it's super late at night. Okay, blah, blah, blah. The most frustrating part is that they need him for everything. Everything's in, well, he in works all caps. Yeah. He, right. Because <laughs> he's a personal. Once you got personal assistant, it's easy to get spoiled, I got to be honest. <laughs> and drain him of his time and energy. Anytime his mom or dad calls, which is frequent, all in caps, he always picks up regardless of what he is doing at the time. Oh, he better not pick up during sex. He's he, on the clock. Yeah, he, he works for them. <laughs> this, this is a little much, though. He drives his mom to and from, from outings with her friends. She has a better social life than her son. That's hilarious. <laughs> She's riding the coattails of her son's assistant work. This is so funny. <laughs> drives their mom to the doctor's appointments, etc. Runs various errands for them. Is designated handyman for any and all tasks around <laughs> Just to name a few. One Saturday, his dad ordered Max to drive him to a party with his coworkers nearly an hour and a half. An hour and a half away. I think his parents are honestly trolling him. Wait, an hour and a half away. Wait around for five hours. <laughs> well, Max had the option to join them, but wasn't interested. Oh, baby. Uh, and then drive them home. I wasn't interested. I'll, I'll just drive around for a little bit. Yeah, I'd rather be alone in this car for five hours. Uh, I've never heard Max tell them no, regardless of how much their requests inconvenience or annoy him. Well, I mean, you don't tell your boss no, baby girl. You just do it. Yeah. Uh, when I expressed my concern about all of these obligations to his parents, he said it's only because he's living under their roof and that it would surely change once he moves out with me. I mean... Yeah, his, his other mom. Yeah. <laughs> Notice there was no mention of living alone ever because he can't. He doesn't have the brains or the finances. Or the spine. And you're falling for it. Hook, line, and sinker, you dumb bitch. Oh. <laughs> Can I curse now? Because you're a dumb bitch. You may. <laughs> There's so much more I could say, but I'll stop here as to not make this too long. My main concern is that since Max's parents are so accustomed to using him for all these things, it'll be a shock for them once we move out. Oh, we? You live there too? Oh. Wait, wait, no. Oh. She Where buried the headline. You said he lives with them. You didn't say you live with them. We need to call her right now. <laughs> this is bad. Um, it'll be a shock uh, once we once we move out and start building our life together. I, I worry that he won't be able to set boundaries with them and say no. Is it ignorant of me to believe that things will be different once we move out? 
Yeah, I would be worried about this. I'd be a little concerned. The family's going to be very involved. Is there any way I can find out now whether or not he'll be able to set boundaries with them in the future? You did. Go to a psychic or just read her this email. Uh, Or do I need to choose to either wait and and see or end it? I love Max dearly. I mean, love is lovely and it's it's powerful. How are you getting wet for this dude? That's very good. That's a very good question. I have like for me. How do you have respect for him? I don't know how you could get wet for a guy who's driving his dad to a party and waiting and sitting in the parking lot. Five hours sitting in the parking lot. That's a limo driver. Okay? That's what a limo driver does. But That's not what a son does. Yeah, he's probably like driving a Chevy though, you know? Um, or a Honda, even worse. Uh, more than I can uh, more than I've ever loved anyone before. But I mean, how you're much did 26. you love those people? You 26, know? girl. You got way more love to give. And I really want us to work out. I want us to build a life and eventually start our own family together. I just don't think I could handle playing second fiddle my entire life. I would re- I couldn't either. I'd be the- I feel the same way. I re- would really appreciate any thoughts and opinions from an outside perspective as this concern has been weighing heavily on my mind for quite some time. Yeah, cuz that's your gut going. Eh, eh, turn right around. Thank you. PS, now you might ask, why are you even uh even upset since it doesn't affect you? I'm not asking that at all. It does affect you. I would be nauseated if I were you. Seems like it's your whole life, honestly. Yeah, but let me tell you, it does. We've gotten into countless fights due to these obligations. Yeah, this is terrible. There are times that he's made promises to me then winds up breaking them because his parents' wants, needs get prioritized over mine. They got a okay. party. All right, so since yeah. he's a, a he's little... Drive. Since he's, your boyfriend's a little boy, let's treat him like one and make a chart. Make a chart. And every time he interrupts uh, something that you're doing to tend to his parents or to answer his parents' call, and every time he inter- and he breaks plans with you to do, do his, just do ch- tally marks, and he will be able to see exactly how this is going. Or if you want to bypass that, because it's like sometimes it seems like you want to get pushed to the point where you are so fucking pissed at him that you'll break up with him. And I just don't know that that's a good idea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's a me move. And as someone who's done it, ugh, you know, the house doesn't have to be burning to the ground for, in order for you to leave. I don't think this is getting better. And I mean, you do mention it in the beginning of the uh, the, the uh, email. I'm guessing, you know, because you say that uh, he's from a cl- close to Asian family, I'm guessing you're white. And like, there are some just like familial differences between the cultures mm-hmm. yeah and like i mean also every family is its own culture Ooh. in addition to that yeah like yeah. what like white like white american um americans culturally we are like the least family oriented group yeah. of people and so and that's like a big part of when you're thinking about like building a life and building a family that a lot of that goes into it and like I just I just don't see this dynamic changing. I mean, maybe slightly when he gets his own job. But I think that just culturally, he is from a family that is very close knit, as you yourself pointed out. And they're always going to be a big part of it. So, yeah, like when we talk about like boundaries and stuff, like what do you want those to look like? Because like for me, uh, this would never work for me. Not even this would have. This, it wouldn't work for me. This is this is what they they are such a close family. I mean, 
I think, yeah, I think he would have to do less duties for them in the future. Uh, that would be a start. But then also the fact that nothing like seemingly crazy happened and the brother cut them off just because the mom was like meddling. That is also giving you a lot of information that, you, that you're that you sharing with us, but then also then kind of re- uh, ignoring as you move on with the email. Yeah. You know, Wait, like ignore what she ignoring about that part. She like mentioned it, but she like, I don't think she really digested just how much information that she was giving her that. That was giving her about her own future. Uh, that was for, that, that be, was wild yeah. foreshadowing. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, I, this is a thing with ethnic families too. I yeah. mean, like uh, even Italian. Sometimes we do that. Literally, same yeah. thing. I mean, like, like I would say any. It's not just Asian. It's like, like I think any pocket of eth- of ethnicity. Like, My best friend's Portuguese. Her yeah. the, the amount of time she had to cancel on me because uh, a cousin was, you yes. know, waving at someone across the street, and the whole family had to be there to watch. <laughs> yes, I mean crazy shit. It's what happens, man. There she is- would admit to it. I could call Paula right now, and she'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." I mean, literally, there is this expectation, and like, like yeah. I got, I was smart enough to sort of set a lot of these boundaries with my family early, but that's nice. uh, Yeah, but it, I mean, it was hard to do. I think to like shake my mom out of this idea that I was gonna live down the street and fucking like have babies, and she would be at the house all the time. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. whoa, Mm -hmm. that's the expectation. She definitely, I think she has that for my sister. I can't say for sure, but I think she feels that way about my my sister who just got married. Like parental expectations. It's just it's the way it's the way ethnic people do things. Like ethnic families do this. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Asian, Italian, Hispanic. Yeah, my family did it, but it's not because they're ethnic. It's because my mom's. Every me 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 me. The way is, your mom was doing, it, I think, is a like a little different because it was like that was just like pure control, like control. But isn't that controlling? Like no, this, this is kids' parents. It is, but it's like it's, it's not, like a, it's like a familiar. Like everything yeah. is just done together. Like the fam- family. Like I feel like an American like a culture like like this like new culture that we've created it's like uh, our friends are more our family yeah Yeah, that's way better and this is like everything is around family this show is sponsored by better help getting stuff off your chest is incredible it's so therapeutic we all carry around different stressors some of them are big some of them are small a lot of them are very big Uh, but we keep them bottled up and it could start affecting us negatively and then we act like a jerk to the people we love and we're like this is not how i want to be therapy has saved my life personally there are so many benefits of it it empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma although if you have experienced major trauma highly recommend if you're thinking of starting therapy Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters, and you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily, I found Quince, and now you have too because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids – Their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather hand-woven crossbody purse in green, 
emerald and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, guys, Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Yeah, we don't have, that doesn't, there were definitely friends at, like, like friends of my grandparents at uh gatherings growing up because my, my grandpa was a cop so a lot of his like ex-partners would be there and stuff but they were all italian other than like one and so they kind of fit into the fold but for the most part it's like the obligation of the family is that every holiday there's an expectation that it's like at somebody's house someone's hosting and yeah. everybody's going yeah and it's this big fucking loud like ethnic gathering that sounds fun Sure, you're saying that now, but if you were if you were marrying somebody that that Sounds was expected to awful. be there yeah. and like do this, like my sister, well, didn't yeah, go, the control element of like if you're not there, I'm gonna be fucking mad at also, you, but I'm not gonna tell you to your face. It's not control, though. and there are people it's who are judging like, you, like they're smiling at your face, but they're really judging you. Ugh. They're not there to actually like love you the way your friends are. Like yeah. I had a sweet sixteen. I'm I live my life very American. I had a sweet sixteen. No family except for my mom and dad were invited. That it was all heresy. friends. Because I wanted, because I wanted to do things like have me and my two best friends at the time perform uh, none of your business yeah. uh, live, <laughs> yeah, by, yeah. by uh, salt and pepper, <laughs> salt and pepper, yeah. uh, because we had a, a trio called the STDs, sexy trio of divas, <laughs> and <laughs> and I don't think my grandma would have loved that, right. Right. right, right, and you wanted to be comfortable. It's You're my party. day, yeah, it's yeah. my day. But right? that's the thing. I paid for a lot of my sweet sixteen myself too. So oh, really, like, and it, that was Shit. also American. So like yes my family wasn't there but also like i had to save up my own allowance money to pay for it right so it was like yes it was it went america it went anti-family both ways and i, I go <laughs> i will give you thousands of dollars so that i can perform what i want to perform christina right. at my parents wedding in the 80s there were italian people uh that were like friends of my dad's grandparents oh uh, da- my dad's parents who my my parents like hadn't met Whoa! They were at the the wedding. Like, at this his is, wedding. Yeah, this right. is this is what it's like. So yeah. it's it's like I, to Corinne's it's its point, own culture. Yeah, if you're if you are white and you're not used to this sort of family expectation, he he definitely needs to set a boundary, well, and that's but, important. But that yeah. is that. How do you whoever this person, whoever this guy ends up with, if it's not this this woman. They're going to have to buy into this in, right. a, in a way, and it's like that's and if she's white, the parents are definitely making uh, it more difficult on her yeah, on I'm purpose, sure. yeah, because they're like, we don't want, yeah, 
You're honestly, if you're white, you're bringing down the value of the family. Just so you know, if you didn't, if you didn't already know that, I'm gonna tell you right now. You know, you know what my mom uh, said always said to me growing up when she because she obviously wanted me to marry an Italian. Girl. Really? Oh yeah. Oh my, my, my god. My mom used to the always say the expectation of marrying someone of like you're gonna marry your own kind, no, right? Like it wasn't forced. It was just like she would kind of yeah. do this kidding around Wink. too. It was yeah. just, it was when just, you find uh, the one. No, like I did. When like, you find Gina. Yeah. <laughs> when you find Maria at the like, spaghetti store. Lex was Mexican. That wasn't a problem. My mom didn't have any any issue, and we were very okay. serious. But like when I was a kid, my mom <laughs> would always say, "No, what a sentence! What a hero!" <laughs> I dated a Mexican, and my <laughs> mom was fine with it. I'm just saying. That's wow. New Jersey. No, no. That's New Jersey. <laughs> when you hear your family. My mom always used to say, as a kid, because like for for Christmas, you when you're ethnic you don't realize that other people aren't doing your like traditions not eating because... 87 fishes the night yes, before exactly exactly <laughs> not no ravioli on christmas or whatever <laughs> what the fuck yeah. ravioli yeah that's wow. what we we ravioli wow, in a big wow, pot well, of you, gravy you know italian families on christmas eve do the feast of seven fishes and they just have seven fishes we have there's seven different fi- we don't follow it like to the t but yeah you eat fish sometimes on, they got eight or nine christmas. hey yeah. <laughs> Ooh, bear boy bear boy alert my, my mom used to say listen like you like all the stuff that we do for christmas you like having the raviolis and the cannolis and all this stuff <laughs> this ravioli <laughs> <laughs> she goes. She goes. You marry an Irish girl, you're gonna have ham on Christmas. <laughs> you know, that's that used so, to scare the shit out of me. That's such a crazy, and it's so funny because like that is racist, but also hilarious. And you true. want a ravioli in the cannoli? Yeah. you're not gonna get that right. But at the time, I didn't know. I didn't know that that was <laughs> like Sorsha. what people did. Yeah, marry like, a Jew, no Christmas at all. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh boy. Long story short, these parents Your mom probably just makes a song with all the names, and she only thumbs up the Italian ones, and all the other ones are thumbs down. <laughs> Listen, it was it was definitely. It, I think it was pre- preferred as a child. Now my mom, I don't think really cares. She's just hoping that I find. Wow, anybody. that died quick. She well, said. It's find anybody sad as shit. It was the 90s. Is that what the fuel behind you dating is? No. Subconsciously? No, I'm just kind of tired of living the way that I'm living. A little bit of Morella in my life. (laughs) I had to think of an Italian name real quick. Thank God my cousin's Italian. (laughs) Gina is like New Jersey Italian. Morella is like Italy Italian. Angela. Oh, yeah. Morella is like a a real fucking Italian name. Yeah, Yeah, no, no. My cousin's name is Morella. Portobello. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. I, I, Portobello is kind of a cute name. <laughs> is that great. name a little baby Portobello? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, back to you, girl. Yeah, um, you're screwed. Yeah. 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 The thing is, if it bothers you, that's what we're, we need to address, mm-hmm. right? Because you could potentially be with this person and be like, okay, I don't care, because you would probably, you know, in that scenario, I would imagine it's because you would have a similar family situation, right? But the fact that it bothers you this much is totally okay, and it's not going to probably get better. So you can do the f- trial where you d- you wait, and then you watch them still do it, and then and then you're going to get mad, and you're going to wait until the house is burning in order to leave the relationship. So I, I just want to say, um, you can really sit them down and say, give them the evidence and say, we've already talked about this so many times, and you don't change. And so how am I to believe that you actually will once you move out? I, I don't... Convince me because right now I'm not convinced. Make him work for it, like he works for his parents. Yeah, and I think you, if you decide to stay with him, that you're gonna, that you really have to think about like 
uh, what the dynamic between you and the family is going to be because you can't spend your whole life and your whole relationship fighting against it. That's a you're going to lose. That's a losing battle. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to you against an entire Asian family is you're going to lose. Yeah. Yes. Um. And, yeah. His whole his family is like ingrained in his cells. Like yeah, it's tight knit, man. And so I think it's like more like okay, you have like you have to spend less time with them and more um and like divide your time more evenly. But I think then for you when you're with the family you have to like commit to being a part of his family yeah if you want to be with max you are also going to be joining a new family yeah and you have to decide if that works for you or not like that does not work for me you know that's like you've heard me talk about it a lot on this show actually and that's like a big conversation i think people don't really acknowledge that is such a huge part of marriage and dating someone yeah. seriously. Inheriting somebody's family. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge part Whoever of it. Whoever dates me is lucky. I only got one person. Yeah. So. Honestly. Come on, come on down, gents. Honestly, Christina. I'm a dream gal. Getting hotter by the day over <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. One brother and who's great and chill as shit and then a nephew, they rule. So I'm I have saying, a very gents, small family and, um, you know, they're dying. They're dropping like flies. All right. So. <laughs> Okay. I, big family, but the food's good. That's nice. <laughs> All right. Me. You said it with less confidence. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And that, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh As boy. a hilarious sister of Down syndrome. No. <laughs> I do. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That will probably have to live with me at some point. So that's another oh, boy. major selling point. Oh, so yeah. I get it, ladies. That'll probably have to live with you. Why? I would think at oh, some point. When my, mom and dad go. Yeah. My sister and I will probably yeah. have Not to. Not your sister? Other sister? I'm not gonna make, just yeah. pawn her off on my. <laughs> my knees are for the TikToks. <laughs> no, I, that's not fair though. To just be like, all right, all right, parent, mom and dad are gone. Take Nicole. Like that's that's well, crazy. I'm not gonna just. I wouldn't. I would never that's do sweet. that. Sweet. All know? right. So you 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 get you lost value by admitting that, but then you gained it back by saying th- that that's nice. Well, that's hey, nice. man, she's in the picture. Like. Well, of course, you yeah. guys could you guys could have like a houses like uh, Utah sister wives where there's like an underground tunnel that Nicole has to go through, <laughs> but then she's <laughs> she on her own sometimes. <laughs> yeah. When you when it's time for fuck central, yeah, maybe, right. maybe. Go in your home, Nicole. Yeah. I'm sure someone like with a, a lot house? of yeah. I'm sure someone with a lot of clavicle would love to be you know a pseudo mommy to Nicole. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah. Aww, you know? <laughs> that's fun. I'm just looking down at Mike's sock- sockless feet in his loafers and I'm like, sockless? it's getting so Italian oh, over no. God. there. They're Gucci. <laughs> wow. Why did you grace us Gucci. with the Gucci loafers today? I have a date later. Oh. Yeah. He had to show up to the studio at 2 p.m. dressed for a date. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> well, I'm in Manhattan now, so I don't want to go back and then come. Oh, God. When? Okay. Anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, come see us live, guys. Uh, this week, if you're listening to this on Luminary, this week I'm going to be headlining Levity Live in West Nyack, New York. You got to come to that because you have to. You're legally obligated. It's February 2, 3, and 4. I'm, I'm headlining brand new hour stand-up comedy. Winnipeg, Canada. I'm doing Rumors February 9th through the 11th. Vancouver. I've been told to call New Westminster Vancouver by y'all <laughs> Canadians. So Vancouver, Canada. House of Comedy March 16th through the 18th. Dallas, Texas March 24th through the 20th. Boston, Massachusetts, April 14th and 15th, Edmonton, Canada, April 20th to the 22nd, and Detroit, Michigan, House of Comedy, April 28th and 29th. Uh, also sign up for my Patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson, where you can get new episodes of The Voices in Our Heads and do group therapy and quotes checks. I'm not a licensed therapist. Uh, with me four times a month. And also, go Eagles. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, God. I know. You're into football now? Eagles. Fu- it's the Eagles. 
I was I'm so annoyed. I got a Wawa tattoo, I baby. Of course, I'm into the Eagles. I'll be rooting for them because the two brothers, because, you know, it's brother against brother. The Kansas yeah. City Chiefs has a brother on it, uh, Travis, and then uh, Jason. Is it Kelsey? Kelsey, yeah. Uh, so tra- on. Travis Kelsey and then Jason Kelsey. Um, and I, I thought that was like a very interesting dynamic for two brothers to be playing against one another. And then I look, I, I, I decided who I was rooting for by analyzing which brother I think deserved Hotter? it more. Oh. No, not Hotter. Hotter, but just because Travis is hot, much, much so hotter. Yeah, hot. See, you don't think so? I don't. I disagree. Tra- I think Travis, yes, is hotter, but I don't think he's so much hotter because Jason's very much my type of guy, mm, like a bigger guy, fatter beard. <laughs> but I analyze both of their lives, and I think by a landslide, Jason deserves it more. Travis, you know, he thinks he's like a fucking influencer. Yeah, yeah, sure. He's walking. Mm. It's just he, he. Travis is the brother who's gotten everything in life, and also Travis is younger and has more opportunity to win uh, Super Bowls in the future. He's won also. Uh, he has one already. Yeah, and he doesn't fucking need yeah, it. Fuck so yeah, Jason deserves it. Mm. Uh, but I will say, God, I, I know so many Eagles fans, but yeah, you, do. you guys are like walking ashtrays. And I, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, baby. Goddamn right. Yeah. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. It's goddamn right. Get in a wall, get a hoagie. I asked you to Super Bowl Sunday watching coupons cheer. Um <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Drives me nuts. No, why are your Why are Eagles fans so fucking annoying? We'll fuck up the city if we win. We'll fuck up the city if we lose. Exactly. Ooh, baby. You could grease those light poles all you want. We got ladders on our feet. When they won, Twitter just got so annoying, and yeah. I was yeah. like, Oh my lord! Yeah, I can't Phillies yeah. fans handle this. Noxious as fuck. I Philly has this. this like us against the world sort oh, of. Oh yeah, we mentality. are defensive over well, everything. It's true because and anything. the rest of us hate you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's fair. Bring it on, baby. Bring I also didn't have an inventory on hand, so I didn't know if we had more uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, football cards in the store or more Eagles, because then I would just root financially for what oh, would be yeah. better right. for me. Yeah. Right. Um, Makes sense. But yeah, if you guys, for all your football needs, perfectly when, centered, perfectly centered. 1989 oh, yeah. Palmer <laughs> Avenue, Larchmont, New York. Tell your boyfriends, because you don't know about this. Um, <laughs> uh, come in. I'm there a lot, so you can fucking see me and shake my hand, and John Campanelli will be there. It'll be a great time. Uh, but if you want to see me on the road doing comedy, which I don't do in the store, but you know what? If you're going to, ah. if for purchases of over 500, I'll tell you a joke. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, you hear that? And it's a really cool store. <laughs> it is fun. Um, Let's see. Uh, so Austin, Texas, Friday, February 10th. I'm at Vulcan Gas Company. Uh, Houston, Texas, Saturday, February 11th. Two shows at Rockefeller's. Yeah. Following weekend, Toronto, Canada. I'm uh, at Comedy Bar for four shows. Uh, Friday, the 17th of February and Saturday, uh, the 18th of February. All tickets at CorinneFisher.com or in the Linktree link in my bio on Instagram, which is at Philanthropy Gal. And make sure to listen to without a country subscribe uh, primarily on youtube that would be the most helpful and also subscribe to the guys we fucked uh youtube while we're there even if that's not how you watch the show um, just subscribe okay just click subscribe it's it, free it's not if you have a youtube account, it helps just us. click click subscribe subscribe and there's you- so many um interesting stories uh coming like in the news that need to be discussed so mm. on without a country i do it for you you know i I'll, i gotta say I read so many articles and then you don't have to read them yeah very I helpful like re- i don't like reading them i don't yeah. Yeah. reading the news at all please go on I- crazy with tasers this week not only with human beings but also with dogs <gasps> very bad very bad very bad work by the police yeah yeah that's not good that's yep. not good yep, yep, um, yep. but you know what is good today's guest yeah yeah you know what corinne yeah 
He's great. Long-awaited guest. Oh, yeah. And mostly because we hadn't asked him or we would ask him and then not, not follow up with a date. Yeah, he's a silly man <laughs> who plays piano. He's a stand-up comedian. And he co-hosts a podcast with Giulio Gattolarotti called Oops, Oops the, the podcast. podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. Francis Ellis. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. All right, we are here with stand-up comedian Francis Ellis. Pianist. Pianist, uh, adorable dead Poet Society member looking. Uh, I just feel like, yeah. Yeah, the dead Ivy one. Leaguer. Yeah. The, yeah. Dead, the suicidal one. Yeah, maybe. Oh, ooh, wow. got a, ooh, you got darkness to you, daddy? Oh, you know, you know me. You do, do seem we? like that's the question I've been asking myself the entire time that we've known <laughs> yeah, each other. Yeah, we might do not. I? You guys know me. I'm, yeah, you're goof goofball. I, yeah, 
But I feel like you have a little inner darkness to oh, you. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, sure. Watch fun. out. Let's, let's talk about it. It's suicide season, so I feel like this Cute. is uh, yeah. I guess it is. No, it's, I mean, statistically, it's 100% suicide season. Wow. Yeah. Fa la 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> no. Have you ever been suicidal? Um. Yes. Me too. But what does that mean exactly? You just want to die. Well, I think to actually say it's like suicidal, I think everyone wants to die sometimes, but I think suicidal specifically means that you've actually started like to create a suicide plan according to like a therapist. Yeah. That is scary. So no. Well, no, I mean, I, I, uh, I guess... I guess I, I don't know the answer Like a to concrete that. plan, not like in your head. You're like, I will sit in my garage. I guess I'll take a string out of my piano. It has to be piano. a little bit more than that. Otherwise, everyone on the planet would be suicidal. Yeah, it's like right. just a normal part of human existence. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Um, I think I think I'm still going to say yes, though. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I've I've figured out how I think I might want to do it. Wow. At times in my life. Yeah, wow. yeah. Shit yeah. gets low sometimes. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. We, yeah. I mean, I I I get like that as well. But I haven't had it in a long time. What, what was the last time? What did you do to fix it? Also. Well, I've intensely active in therapy. I see a therapist and have done for a long time. Yeah. And I think it was going from from just sort of venting to her. To actually taking her thoughts and trying to employ them. Right. To try to make life. the changes. That, that really started making a difference. Did you discover anything in therapy about things that like fucked you up that you're like, oh, I didn't realize that was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that I think fun? For me, it was, um, I guess, I guess re- changing the idea that my parents were perfect. Yeah, right, was, right, right. Was a major uh, sh- reality shaking truth. Right. So you had the rug pulled out from underneath you a little bit. A little bit, and then you get to a point where you accept. Yeah. And and then say, okay, well, I still had a wonderful parents and and have wonderful parents and a wonderful upbringing. And if I'm to be a parent, what? How would I take the best from them and then mm. improve on what I consider, I guess, to be. Human, they're human aspects, right. they're, they're faults, I guess. Yeah, realizing your parents are human is a big moment. Yeah, yeah. Did you? I mean, I, I mean, listen. Like, did you ever? How? I don't even know how you would think that your parents were perfect because they are human. I don't know. If when perfect, you're a kid, you yeah, just idolize I don't know if perfect them. is the word, but rather that everything that they say is true. Oh yeah, no. You know that 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 their way is is. The gospel. way that's yeah. so funny because even as a kid, I was like, most adults, I was like, these people are out of their fucking minds. <laughs> really? Yes. I'm so envious like, of people. Yeah. Who had Not parents, my parents, but who had parents that were like kind of shitty, and they just knew it ever since they were a kid. I'm like, that is so awesome. Yeah, good I, for you. I had wonderful parents, and I do have wonderful parents. Um, and so it was easy for me to think mm. that I should follow everything that they say. Mm. Right, 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 right. You know, what's um, something if you want to care to share about like that they said that you believed is truth, but then you were like, wait a second. Um, I think I think that uh, well, something that was hard for me to come to terms with was that um, my whole life I used to, I get in trouble a lot. Really, yeah. you bad boy. You I still do. Still, I still do. I, and, and, you know, you get in trouble so many times that you start to move from the thought of why me to 
this is my fault. Yeah, I was going to say, mm. Francis, you're asking for it. For all the times, basically, you get in trouble that I've known. I mean, as a like a public person. Yeah, I think I think that you you can get only get into trouble so many times before you start to say like, I'm a bad boy. What have I been doing? <laughs> yeah, for well, sure. Why do I continue to punt the hornet's nest? Exactly. Right. I do um, the same thing. That's how I can was able to recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it, I, I grew up thinking that I was a difficult child. Were you or you weren't? Well, <laughs> I, I, I guess, you know, you get to, I got to a point where I, I, I had immense guilt mm. and towards how much of a burden I was to everybody. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, including and especially my parents. Oh. Yeah. All the times that they had to be summoned to, to school. To, Give me some of the hits that you've done when you were a kid, when you were living under your parents' roof. Like what kind of shit we talking about? Um... Okay. Well, for example, <laughs> one time I my parents had to get called in because we were playing capture the flag when I was a kid okay. in school. Love that game. And we I was in the sort of safe zone, the alley, and then there were these girls in my grade. This was 6th grade. Okay. And I I told one of them was like, "You're scared. You're not going to come out here." And I said, "The only way that you'll get me to come out is if you pull me out by my penis." <laughs> Okay. And then she told on me and it turned into like uh, sexual harassment. I was going to say, oh, you were, oh. I was going to say, Francis, maybe this story is not the one that I would choose for this time no. period. Yeah. No, you definitely should. Uh, then, you, what, what was going through your child head as you said that? Like, I had just sort of learned about uh, probably hand jobs or I didn't even know what that was until that. Right. And, and all of a sudden I was obsessed. I yeah. wish that she actually had pulled you out by your penis and then you would really regret yeah, asking owie. for that. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Ooh, you're stretching it, you know? Um, <laughs> so I then the, the worst part was <laughs> we, we I got taken to the principal's office. And I I'm can't s- believe you're the only one married sitting here. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> That's wild. Well, he's I'm so sitting, handsome. Oh, you're so kind. <laughs> you guys are lovely. Thanks. Are, do you want to be married? No, but I, I just felt like something funny to say. Oh. <laughs> I left. I... <laughs> Societally, it'll go over, even though it's not my own personal viewpoint. <laughs> you, know, you see how you do it? <laughs> what do you? I'm so curious what you guys do want. This well, is me can too, I just let me, me too, Francis. Yeah. <laughs> me too. This has you two are pioneers. Well, thank you. Uh, wait, how do we get to pioneers? Go back to the penis tug. I, I, I want mean, we to, will. But the this <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated to hear about you know where what your sort of romantic desires are now. Mm-hmm. All these years into founding a space mm-hmm. in media, mm-hmm. it'd be like saying to Lewis and Clark. What do you want to see next? I mean, Ooh, it feels wow, like we emailed you a us. script to yeah, say or, this to us. Or asking Buzz Aldrin and, and Neil Armstrong, wow. like, what, 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 what's the next planet? Yeah, yeah. Well, romantically, I, I would like to get married. And you have would? A kid. Yeah, I would love to have a kid. Wow. I, want to, I want to experience pregnancy really bad and have a family. Do you think that those that nece- uh, requires marriage? No, no, not at all. But I think it would be nice to get married. You'd Obviously, have a bastard? A bastard child. I would have a bastard. Absolutely. I would also adopt. I would love to adopt a yeah. child. Oh yeah. my Get God. one that's housebroken. Wow. Hell yeah. Or yeah. not. And I'll, you know, I wow. feel like I know so much about childhood trauma that I'd be really good for an adopted kid. That's true. That's. And my mm. mom was adopted. So I get, I understand some stuff about it. I love that. Yeah. 
But Corinne, you're absolutely out. I'm not like staunchly against marriage. I mean, I always say if I met someone that I thought I would like to marry, I will all marry them. It's more like if it's really important to the that person. Yeah. I it's not like I would be like, no way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not really something. And I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a good a good way into life at this point. <laughs> the point <laughs> the point when you would get want think about getting married, and I. I just don't, uh, I don't think so. so. Also, thinking about it, too, you put the cart before the horse a little bit. And, like, you know, you got to meet somebody that, like, you would do that with. Right. So sure. if it's 37 years and I've never met someone I would do that with, what what are the, the chances? The pattern said I was going to find love later in life. So I was oh. like, okay. I, <laughs> Cindy Lauper got married um, around, like, I think, like, 38 or something. And she's still married. And she has a, a house husband. That's not oh. what he prefers to be called. He's an actor. But- I love a house husband. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, he's a he's too pretty to work in the field. When you're, no, when you're when your wife is Cindy Lauper, I mean, why even try? Yeah, yeah. just yeah, just, hang just it do up. your little skits. Yeah. Hang it up. Yeah. <laughs> so back to this penis tugging thing. Oh sure. So you got in trouble. I mean, I had so much. I was so curious, but uh, yes, I got in trouble. I'm in the principal's office, and did you were you asked why you said that? The. <laughs> The, the I was sort of saying, what's going on here? Right. Because I don't even know that I knew yet why I was in trouble. And yeah. this principal, she was... Oh, it was a woman. Stone Uh-oh. cold. Uh-oh. Yeah. And she wouldn't even tell me why I was there until... Jesus. Well, I think she assumed that you knew. Five girls filed in. Five of them. But you only said it to one. Oh Correct. God. Oh, but they all ganged up. Well, I, Harvey that, Weinstein that one, of middle school. Yeah. <laughs> that one came in and I went, what the hell is this? I said that. <laughs> Jeez. What? I went, what the hell is get this? Get a guy, get an explanation. Because they all came in and then the principal got mad at me. And she was like, you know, I don't even remember what she said, but she was like, you shut up or something. Like, Hell yeah. And then they went around the table and asked each oh girl God. why what I had said affected them okay well that's 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 but that's, I always that's, said it to one that's girl. how you get educated but the, for girl, the 90s the girl i said it to i could understand why she deserved to be holding the rock yeah why were the other four girls there then then it they was, heard someone ask these girls uh, were saying things tug. like uh, it hurt me when i heard that you said that because you're my you're my friend oh and i just think i i thought so much more and i'm like get the fuck out of here you're not there was no collateral damage on this you don't get you've always been you you don't get victim by association there was this wasn't a house fire it was like right well also too you didn't know if you if you genuinely didn't understand why what you said was wrong or threatening or bad in any way then that's like it's it's almost the wrong move to go fuck you Fran. i know they didn't say fuck you but like getting really mad at you 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 have to understand the gravity of the situation but you also have to be kind of gently educated because those are moments where you could go Oh, fuck you, and then go hard the other way. Yeah, you're yeah. a like, shooter then. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I've always been able to assume that it's my fault. <laughs> well, I, th- I think, I mean, I think that they, they, they just as- assumed that by that time you knew what asking a girl to tug your penis meant. So they were just confused <laughs> that you were so behind. I think they, they <laughs> <laughs> I mean, middle school, I was, people were saying stuff like that in like kindergarten in Jersey. I know. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. It probably was more sexual. Yeah, it was probably no longer yeah. silly child. In first grade, this guy was like, I want to touch your butt. And I was like, oh, I'm telling on you. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, it was probably more suggestive or perhaps laden with uh innuendo. I, mm. I don't I don't know what my intention was. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> However, I then had to do community service. Wow. And it was. Wait, it was where are you from? Maine. Maine. Oh, oh nice. my God. Yeah. Okay. And it was at the school. And it was, this was a very progressive private school. Nice. And very accepting, you know, open minded. And, and I had to go during, I think, six or nine free periods to the library to, to dust books. Dust the, books? the school had such a high budget because tuition was high <laughs> that these books were spotless. And even in oh. that time, I thought this is such a ridiculous Sisyphean venture. Like, why, why am I being assigned? I'm not even being taught the error of my ways. This, these books are have never been opened. They don't yeah. need dusting. Yeah, right, right, okay. right, 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 right. Have you ever assumed it was your fault when it wasn't? Yeah, probably. Oh, okay, but nothing but comes to mind. I, I'm not racked with guilt oh that's good i'm able to accept my fault and then work to uh achieve forgiveness and also pay for it okay wow full circle yes but but here but here's where here's where the bad things here's what what really gets me Uh is the anxiety of getting in trouble so Mm. i fear Mm. the act before i've committed it Wow. Is it like a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of way? I don't think I don't think so because I I get in trouble for things that I had no idea I was going to get in trouble for. Mm, and then the things that scary. I fear often people are like why why you don't have to worry about that. That's uh, fine. Yeah, it's like a misplaced anxiety. Yeah. What else did you get in trouble for as a kid? Um one time I asked on AOL Instant Messenger, oh, a girl back. 
uh, we were sort of sending lascivious messages. Uh-huh, Ooh, uh-huh. love your language. It's very flowery. Thank you. And uh, I think I said I wanted to finger her, but I didn't Ooh, know what fun. that was. Oh, well, wow. I, I knew what it this, was. This is your explanation for everything. Is I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'd never. Boys my point is, I never. Boys. So you just knew. I never this fingered stuff. somebody. Right. I never fingered somebody. So right. I, I just said I wanted to do it. When did you right, first finger right. someone? Uh, really got in there. Yeah. Um. Not. Not. I'm not talking tips. No, that would have been freshman year of uh of high school. That's a good of time high to school. start. Yeah. I, before that, I don't want any of those crusty fingers. Co- high schoolers me. are so bad at fingering, and I and they I mean are. that Chad in a way of when I was in high school yeah. getting fingered by high school yep, boys. Yep. 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 I remember. Uh, I remember. It's just my first fingering or finger, and it's just Woo! they don't know what they're doing, and it yeah. oh it hurts, but you're like I love it. <laughs> it was not good. Yeah. Oh. Just not wet at all. I can't all. imagine. You know, yeah. how did yours first go? Uh, I, I think I said in the middle, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> right. I was very honest. It really yeah, resonated good. with good. Mike in the booth. <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> did you, do you remember if she said anything back? Like there, I, I don't, rec- I, maybe she laughed or just, I, I don't know. It was, it was all alarming. Alarming. Yeah. For you? A little bit. Yeah. I didn't know. Vaginas are, are something, man. It was complicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of intricacy. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, we were, we were in a, we were not supposed to be in doing this. Okay. Oh, naughty. We were in a, we were at school. Ooh, oh, you bad boy. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it had been bad news if, if anyone had ever walked in right so, where walked into where what were you think in a it was classroom in like a, the a locker room or something oh, or shit. A, a bathroom after school yeah hell yeah were you one of those guys who when you first discover masturbation you just couldn't stop doing it or was that every guy i i think uh i think it it is a lot of guys and i think um probably the answer is yes <laughs> i i can't really remember there haven't been phases for me how do you mean? It's since the first. <laughs> there was once you pop, on or off. Once you pop, you have not stopped. I have been a devotee. Wow. Yeah. Wait, how, how old, old are you? 33. Oh, How many okay. times a day? Oh, not not more than once. Okay, And yeah. I don't do it every day. Yeah, okay, okay. But when I was a teenager, it was probably like once or twice a day. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Did you ever get caught by your parents? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. By yeah. your dad or mom? I think my mom. Nice. That's a horrible moment. Yeah, moms love opening doors. Let's relive it. What'd she do? (laughs) We just didn't even address it, you know? Oh, okay. Just sort of. It's awkward. You weren't doing anything wrong. Well, you know, the bondage porn I was watching. Oh, wow. I didn't. didn't. Did you, how old were you when porn came into your life? Uh, Young, because. I remember go- I remember going just typing in sex.com. <laughs> That's the first thing I went to Boobies. look at. Org. And it was all even now looking back sex.com. It was a website that, you know, we could make. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah, yeah. just really still images of all kinds of strange stuff and um <laughs> I remember that was crazy. 
Yeah. And scary. Yeah. And made me feel nauseous and, and but troubled. Right. The first time I saw porn, it was too early. Well, and then, I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. Then it was a, 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 a good period after that uh-huh. that I LimeWire mm. and I, you know, I download my first video. Okay. Oh, you can LimeWire porn? Oh, oh, fuck yeah. if I knew that. And Mike's like, yeah, you fucking prude. I was just doing top top 40 hits. Yeah, I was yeah. doing B Spears and fucking Hanson. Yeah. I went from um, still images of naked women right. to moving penetration, which is a, a very sort of violent... Yeah. Thrust you, into the cold water of right, right, right. Yeah, right. especially if you haven't had sex yet. You haven't been sexual at all. You're like, no. what are they doing? Why are you hurting? Yeah. Yes, Michael. Can I ask Francis a, uh, a, a young man masturbation question? You sure. may. Because we are the same age. So I'm wondering if the, you had a similar experience. Okay. When I first started looking at porn online, one of the things that like blew my mind was being able to find like um, sex scenes in movies of of like hot actresses that I was like Heather Graham or yeah. whatever <laughs> that fucking put me over the edge when I was like 14 15 years old yeah yeah no I mean you're right stripes the shower scene in stripes is that one a, is indelible wow. In my mind. wow I was looking for more erotic stuff but well I that mean, and then there was yeah there was uh road trip had a locker room oh, scene. Yeah, yeah. it was a fantasy I think and then um we would do a lot of pausing on my all male sleepovers. <laughs> oh, did you do circle jerks? No, uh, it'd be sort of a ret- you go to your corner, I'll <laughs> yeah. go to my corner. Yeah, yeah, it's more yeah. of a constellation than a circle. All male sleepovers. <laughs> yeah, I don't think my male friends had sleepovers. Mine really? didn't. No, really? Didn't. Yeah, no. Those like, were the best times of my life. Yeah, because it was like really big sleep. Fem- all female sleepovers were really big, and I, but I don't recall ever the guys having sleepovers That's like that. Strange. Maybe like one guy sleeping over, but not like a group of oh, guys. Oh no, we went. We would go every man every Friday. We'd really? crash at, at H Man's house. Oh, cute. He had all video the snacks. Games. Oh yeah. yeah, that sounds fun. He had a fridge just for our beverages. Oh my god! It wow. was wealth. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we'd go there. And then if the girls were doing a big sleepover, we would call them or they'd call us. That's cute. And everyone would just hand the phone you around. Would tug my penis? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, that's like a very cinematic childhood. Maine was a great place to grow up. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. Sounds like Until it. Until the opioids hit. Right. Oh, yes. The Johnson & Johnson family. It was big. Maine got ravaged. <laughs> I mean, the way you said it. By, it was ridiculous. By opioids. It was like them, oh, West so Virginia, and... Because yeah. it was all the states. Did you see the um, the Hulu documentary? Docu- yeah. Not the yeah. doc, but the, the series they did. The docu-series? I, I, I believe that's... Uh, there are so many, but I believe that's the one I covered on my other podcast, I believe. The yeah. one with uh, the um, Michael Keaton. Oh, I love Michael oh, Keaton. I don't know no, I didn't see that. Um, oh, yeah. Dope Sick is what it's called. Oh, oh. Do- my brother watched that. He said it was good. Guys, I didn't watch that. One. What happened? Get I watched it. There, there was there's like there's like so much content on the I opioid know. crisis, and then I just went it's to crazy. the funerals of my friends who OD'd, and that yeah. was also my my in person series. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'll do it. That'll yeah. make yeah. it for Mark. me. So, well, th- this one is great because it it really shows how uh, culpable. The Sackler family was. Yeah, the Sackler family. They talk about that in the other one that I wrote. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. It's based, I think, on the book Empire of Pain, which Uh 
it just shows they're the most evil people in yeah, the world. Yeah, um, yeah. And it, it's it talks that there was something in the show where they talk about how the, the, the markets that they wanted to expand into mm-hmm. were the places where people were doing lots of hard manual labor. So uh, right. lumberjacks and and construction workers and people that had lower back pain, mining towns. Yeah, this Fuck. is why places as rural as like West Virginia and Maine yeah, like and were coal. the at the forefront of sure. the opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And rather than like let's say New York City or sure major. Well, did people you know? Did you witness people you know wither away from it? I, I I mean I was lucky I guess in that. Uh, I think I was just ahead of it. Okay. In terms of my age. Mm. But, um, and also that Maine is so, in terms of its population center, it's so bottom heavy. Mm. Uh, and like 90% of the people that live in the state live near the coast and okay. in the south. Um, and then it's a huge state in terms of land area and all the logging towns and the areas up towards the north that are, you know, really remote. Um, that's where oh, you had the really bad. Oh my god! And there are people living in the middle of the woods. It's hard yeah. to get help. Oh, Opioids it's terrible. and then into heroin, obviously. Yeah. What a bummer. But uh, you know, chicks, chicks. I was always talking to chicks. When you got your penis tugged for the first time, was it memorable? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, I didn't. I didn't finish. Okay. Oh, why? Um. She her commitment was lackluster. Oh my god! Well, she probably was like, you could. I remember giving hand jobs at a younger age, and I'm like, you. I was just self conscious about it because I'm like, I you do this better than me, so I don't know. Stupid, yeah, yeah. It feels it feels it feels stupid. Yeah, that's exactly right. It looks stupid when you're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Says you, bitch. I got better. No. No, like I mean, look stupid when dudes are doing it. Like watching it, I'm like, I got. Oh, I love watching it. I don't. I love watching a guy jerk off because it's like I like to know how you want to get touched. There's so much information in watching a guy masturbate. There's a new uh, trend in pornography that I've seen of she reacts. So it's a camera on a on a girl Uh watching porn or watching a guy something mas- guy oh. masturbate or oh. all kinds of weird stuff and you don't see the guy guys? fucking mm. i haven't that has not been suggested to me damn, damn. but the um it's it's you seeing her face and what she likes to watch seems mm. to be very popular oh so you do if she, so say she's watching a guy masturbate do you see the guy masturbating you just see her face yeah they've got that screen up nice <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So is that the kind of porn you're into? No, honestly, I watched one because I was curious. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, okay, this isn't what I, I don't find this particularly alluring. Yeah. But I'm, it's interesting. I'm, I'm interested. It's an interesting premise. Yeah. Well, you've also been with like, up real women. I feel like a lot of, I mean, not even to be shady, but you know, it's a lot of men watching porn aren't really interacting with real life women very often. So mm. maybe that's where the appeal comes from. Um, because they're being real. Those porn. women are being real. Well, they're, I mean, they're, they're just like, this is like their first kind of like window into what females think during sex because they're yeah. not really mm. having sex with a lot of women, if at all. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. incel, yeah, is like a word we throw around, but it's also like, again, like statistically men are having uh, less sex. I mean, everyone's having less sex, but right. men are also having less sex. Yeah. Do you find yeah. that porn affects your attraction to your wife? Or like your intimacy no. with your wife or just in general with women? 
Um, I can't say that I think that it does. Okay. I don't think that it does. Also, I'm not, I know I'm sure every guest or guy would say this, but I, I guess I'm, I'm lucky where I'm not washing myself in it. I'm not obsessed. Oh, right. Porn is a bit of a novelty in my life. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good, that's a fair placement for it. Yeah. So, oh, wait. So you, when did you get married? Very recently, but. Yeah, three months ago. Three months. Congrats. You're three months in. Yeah. And how long did you know your wife? I want to, I want to hear the whole story. I really, I truly enjoy like marriage stories, how you met, the whole thing. I'm very curious about this. Okay. So can we tell the whole story? We were introduced by two very dear friends of ours okay. who are married to each other. Okay. One is my probably my closest guy friend. Uh-huh. And then his wife, who has known me a long, long time uh-huh. uh, and is a good friend of mine as well, worked with my now wife. Mm-hmm. And she said, I have someone I want you to meet. Where did they that. work? Do you mind if I don't say? Can you, you just tell, tell me like you, what, yeah. what like um, the nature of the yeah, um, not the company? Yeah, yeah. They work in tech. They oh, work okay. In tech. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I thought you wanted their actual no job address <laughs> and social. That yeah. wouldn't matter to me. Um, it's just the industry. <laughs> sorry for being <laughs> no, careful that's fine. there. Uh, I try to protect her. Uh, yeah, because as you're much as a I troublemaker, can. I get it. Yeah, yeah you got to. You got to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> so then, and then did you like know right away? Was it like slow moving? What was? The, you know, I, I don't know that I would say it was slow. I was very enamored of her mm-hmm. very quickly, mm-hmm. wanted to spend all my time with her. Aww. And there was no kind of, I better be careful or, you know, play my cards right. I was just, I said, I want, I don't want you to, you can't go anywhere. Is that Ooh. the way you always? I'm not letting you out of my sight. <laughs> but is that is is like that your nature, or was it specific to her only? Um, uh, I will. I guess. I guess that we're gonna isolate this and send it to her on your yeah. first anniversary. In in serious relationships that I've had, mm-hmm. I am I am quick to know. Sure, this is somebody I I take very seriously. Right, mm, got it. And she was right at the top of that. Nice of that. Whereas. Other relationships I've been in, I'm I am capable of taking things more slowly and and being more. It's it's almost so it's not just a sense like of urgency as, as much. How badly do I want this person? Yeah. Did she feel the same way about you? Um. <laughs> I mean, eventually. I don't know that. I don't you know. I, it's one of those things where you know. I think the fact that she was willing to let me hang out with her as much as. I did mm-hmm. must speak to her. How how much did you hang out when he first started dating? Well, like days we in went a row? on a first date, and then I was supposed to go to that was probably on like a Wednesday. Okay, went out to dinner. Then we walked around Madison Square Park. Nice, smooched, I love that park. Ooh, smooched, smooched on the first date. Smooched cute. on the first date. Nice, hell yeah. And then I fi- no, I didn't finger. You fingered her on a bench <laughs> by the dog park. No, I didn't. In the, I didn't. Um, but no, and then and then two days later, I was supposed to go to Boston to go to a Red Sox game after work. And as the day was, I knew that she was sticking around New York and um, was going to a, a friend's housewarming party or some shit that night. And I, the day was progressing, and a coworker of mine had already gone up to Boston for the game. And I was sort of checking the train schedules, being like, well, I can still make the game if I take the 
noon train. Well, right, I can still make right, the game right. if I take the two. And the, I kept missing trains. You don't really want to go. And I just kept missing him and kept missing him. <laughs> and finally, I missed the last one. <laughs> yeah. And I had with no, for no reason. Right. Other than that, oh, I wanted to, to hang see out with her. her. Right, right, and right. And so then finally, I had to text my friend and say, I'm so sorry, dude. I just work got crazy. <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't get out of the office. And, uh, and then I texted her and was like, ah, I got held back at work. You know, if you, if you, if you want me to come, I'll come to that party or something. Did She's she like, invite you to that party before? She you- had loosely said, like, if you want to do this, this oh, is what wow. I'm doing. Okay. So you guys kind of immediately had an affection towards each other. It was pretty, pretty even. I think she said that because I said, what are you up to on oh, Friday? Okay. <laughs> and then I went to that party. And then from there, it was like, we were hanging out all, all the time. All the time. Like how many days in a row? <laughs> I, well, probably for the first chart. for yeah. the first few weeks, it was like uh, maybe even the first month or so, probably hanging out, you know, th- three to four days a week. Yeah, yeah. And then pretty quickly, there was a moment I remember where I said, you know, you've slept over like six nights in a row or something. She goes, it's good. Aww. And that was kind of when I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is good. Yeah, because I feel like there's a point, especially when you first begin dating, where it's like you just melt into each other. Yeah. You know? And then you're like, oh, let's just stay on this couch and watch stuff and fucking yeah. order food. Yeah. It's the best. You just then, wet all the time. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, like sweaty. August. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. just soaked. Yeah, yeah. All the time in each other. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. When did you know you wanted to marry her? Um, I guess it's it's something I don't know. I I I don't know. I think probably earlier than I am aware. Mm. Um, when you cancel that Red Sox game, <laughs> yeah. You know, I knew I knew that I loved her quickly. Yeah, and then it just. You get to a point where you stop looking for red flags and you start to just open your mind 
to a broader future together. Mm. And huh. then that changes into proposal planning. Yeah. And like ring hunting and how'd that go? All that shit. Um Did you like ask her dad? No. Uh her dad passed away before we met. Okay. So I didn't have to deal with that. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Hell Lucky yeah. Me. Wow. Lucky me. Um <laughs> yeah. All the daddy issues with none of the face to face. Amazing. Woo! That's Amazing. the best. <laughs> no, she's she had a wonderful relationship with him and there's you know, but um the proposal we um I did it I had to do it quickly. It was like I, I had to things moved quickly. I sourced the ring Fig, found out one that I wanted, had it made quickly, and then we were in Moon. I was at Moon Tower, mm-hmm. and I was there from like Wednesday through Friday night, and then I was flying home on Saturday. It was her birthday. This is Moon Tower last year, or it must have been two, yeah. two, two, two Moon two, Towers. Two well, moon they towers. did the one in April, okay, and then before that, they had done the makeup one. Oh yeah, which, yeah. Because I think the last one we were at was the makeup. It was like right before my birthday, so like I, September. That's the Moon Tower. Yeah, where you got the one we were all at. Yeah, mm-hmm. where I proposed the day after I like the next day. So that uh, one was the one because I remember I left yeah. for Costa Rica like right after. Yeah. Okay. You were very funny. I watched some of your sets. I remember you we had ha- a really funny joke. We we had a we had a whole back and forth, and then you were like giving me these compliments on uh, like Facebook Messenger, and then I was like, and then you're like, sorry, I was drunk, but they were like, they weren't like, Francis. they weren't like sexual, they were like comedy compliments. Oh well, then I don't mean to walk that back. I just worried that I was probably coming on too, too flowery. Strong no, it was hilarious. I was like making fun of you. Okay. So well, then like, that's why probably why. I what felt is the going need on? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> yeah I remember I remember very specifically anyway so I flew home it was her birthday yeah we were, she was having a, a party a lot of our friends were coming okay and it was gonna be a big party and I thought that to propose to her right before the party would be a really good idea in front of everybody or no, no. oh good, good I wanted good, it good. to be just the two of us good so yeah, I had to man. convince her to come out with me for a walk to walk the dog and she was like what are you talking about we have so much to do <laughs> Proposal. Every time the guy's about to ask, he asks the woman to do something, then the woman's always like, fuck no. Yeah, we were set up. We had so much to set <laughs> up. So and funny. All that shit. And we took, went for a walk. I proposed. It was really great. What'd you say? If you want to share, you don't have I'm to share. I'm trying to think. I mean, it was pretty simple. I was very nervous. Yeah. Had um, you discussed, like, would you get, what are your thoughts on marriage? Like, did you have that discussion? So you knew she was going to say yes, basically. Okay. For a few months, she had been kind of playfully hinting. Oh, like, okay. How long okay. have you been dating at that point? Three years. Oh, oh okay. that's and good. Living okay. together for two, like maybe a normal a amount of time. And we had yeah. quarantined together. Oh, so you Maine really know? My you guys were in it I mean, to it was, win it. Yeah, yeah, we were locked. Yeah. Um, and it was amazing. And then what was really fun was tell as everybody arrived for the party. Mm-hmm. Showing them the we're ring. engaged and getting to experience everyone's joy and reaction. Oh, that's the best. One by one, like it was a book signing or that's something. That's kind of why I want to get married. Because it that's was a book so signing. lovely. The people you love being yeah. so happy for your love is like, oh, that's my fucking fantasy. And, and just to be able to read their surprise and elation and it, it, it lending so much firepower to the joy of this party, which mm-hmm. then oh, ensued. And, great call. And great call doing it alone with just yeah. you two. But yeah. you know what's crazy? 
here's something that's crazy. <laughs> What's crazy? <laughs> People then talk about, um, I don't even know if I want to give credit to this. Okay. Because this is so petty. Where are you getting Oh, work? let's go. Let's go. We love petty. An ex of mine. Okay. Has a podcast. Okay. And right after I proposed, oh, God. she did an episode on whether or not guys should propose to women on their birthdays. Oh, I, I knew, uh, I, knew, I knew where that was going because it's a big conversation online about like stealing, like I making would, a woman's day about uh, not think, you, but both there, of you. There's, I, I don't even know. I didn't listen to it, right. and I, I didn't know that was a thing. That yeah. that was something you might consider not doing. I can tell you that it was fundamentally the best day of our lives, maybe second to our wedding. Well, was it her actual birthday or just the day of her birthday party? I think it was her actual birthday. Okay, well, that, you should know that. But, um. <laughs> but, but what, so what is what is the issue? So, but the, so I, the, I issue is, the issue is stealing the attention from something that is supposed to be highlighting the woman. I think it's more a, more of a problem when it's like um, on days of achievement because this is a, mm. a video I saw recently where a woman was graduating. She was literally walking across the stage, and the guy says, "Wait one second and then gets down on a knee. The problem there is that um, the man is stealing, and I highly agree with this, stealing the attention of a day that she worked so hard for and and trying to say that me proposing to you is more meaningful than the four seven etc years of work that you put in to get that this degree yeah that to me i, I that makes sense and yeah. i would never like show up at her office on the day of her big promotion yeah. and do something like that right it's but, and also, you know your person like so right. it's like, so it's like she also was hinting that she really wanted it yeah and you guys were in a long enough relationship like i wouldn't want a birthday proposal but also i assume that if someone was proposing to me they would know that about me because yeah. they would know that I wouldn't want the day to be about anyone else but me yeah so but you know the, it sounds like a good plan this, though first yours. of all first of all all of her friends her she has a lot of her closest friends in yeah. life live all over the country yeah west coast anything they had all flown in because it was her 30th birthday yeah so and so I knew there was no chance yeah. we'd ever be able to have any kind of like engagement party where we could get everybody there. Yeah, right, and right, so right. I thought to truly have all of her closest friends around to celebrate her, mm-hmm. not me. I don't. I didn't feel. And you did it privately. Too. Yeah, that's exactly. A, that, that sounds like a lovely was, proposal. Was like uh, what if nothing? If it, to me, it enhanced. The, the attention on her. Yeah. You don't now have to defend your proposal. It's between a, you and your wife. <laughs> yeah, I know. But now she's like a fiance and everyone's like, show me the ring, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Nobody was like, show me, Fran, show me the stance you took when you proposed. <laughs> They're like, right. nobody would give a shit about me. It was still yeah, her, it was her birthday so happy for times her. 10. Yeah, um, yeah. I oh, think it sounds more lovely. attention was given to her, um, which is what I wanted. And, uh, I, it's funny to hear that another this is the this is the weird fucked up cynical male perspective mm-hmm. I've heard, which is that if you propose to somebody on their birthday that legally oh, I it was the thing. ring is now a gift. And if you break up or get it's divorced, so like you can't get it back because I didn't know that the ring wasn't always a gift. You can, yeah. you can like legally Somehow request it back. Your property. I don't know. And I'm like, dude, I if that. I get divorced, I don't want the fucking ring back. Right. right. I'm going right. to take it to a pawn shop to yeah. buy opioids so for all my friends in Northern in Maine. Maine? Yeah. I think a lot here. of people would. God, they're working hard. <laughs> <sighs> Their backs hurt. Yes. 
Uh, I think that's a lovely proposal. So how was the wedding? Like, did you, were you involved in any planning of the wedding or were you just like, whatever you want, honey? Um, no, I mean, we had to be somewhat reasonable. We, we had a very... Weddings are so fucking expensive. Yeah, we, we had a, we were lucky where we both agreed we didn't want a, a particularly big wedding. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and so I would say we had a moderate wedding. We had like 94 people. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty small. That's it's nice. like medium small. Right. Yeah. Um, but that was also because we had it at my fam- my where my house. Oh, Maine, good. That's nice. Where we quarantined, which was so special to us. And. Uh, therefore, we also saved on a venue. Yeah, we didn't have to deal with that. Dude, venues are so expensive. Whole nightmare. Um, and so, and the property that I grew up on can't really accommodate a huge group of people. Right. So, all of that meant that things were a little more under control from a price point and from the mayhem and mania of wedding mm. planning. That's lovely. It certainly came with its own share of headaches, though. Um, like what? Just. <laughs> I think that, you know, my wife has great taste and it had a vision for her dream wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, to sort of reconcile that vision and dream with the realities of of our home yeah. and our budget is yeah. a challenge. Yeah. Because sure. you have to make concessions on a lot of things. And, you know, you've got three power powerful women in our wedding planner, my mom and my wife all trying to form an alliance in this in this planning ah. where it's a challenge yeah you know i just i think it's how, how why was it your mom not her mom because it was at our, our house oh right right mm. that um, just sounds like was, her mom was a very like a nightmare. Yeah, nightmare. involved <laughs> but but we benefited i mean it, i think in the end it ended up being a very bonding experience right yeah uh, but we also benefited where because we had quarantined and become so close with my family, right. my wife and my mom had had a good time to learn learn each other's to bond. speeds. What did you do for your honeymoon? We went to Africa. Ooh. Oh, and wow. And we went, we went the next day. That's so Whoa. cool. So we went to Safari? Maine. Yeah. Fuck. We went That's to, what Megan and Harry did. Did they? So far yeah. is the yeah. best. That's we went, so cool. Yeah, we went to, to Kenya. And we went the wow. next day. Which, by the way, that's Nobody does wild. that anymore. Yeah, but the, also that sounds fun. Like, what a fun! You're just getting punched with the fun. Yeah, that it, seems cool. like how you should do it. I, I, it's for me when people wait a long time to go on the honeymoon. I go, that's just a trip then. So you had to pack before your wedding. Really, we had to pack. That's Packing so fun. Was tough. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. But we packed and we we went to Maine. You know, had our wedding. Whirlwind, crazy thing. Yeah. And then wake up the next day. And it's like we had to go back to the house, have a little brunch thing, and then get on a plane, go to New York, and then get on a plane to Kenya. Wow. Were you hungover? Not really. No. And, and to be honest with you, I had so much adrenaline yeah. that I think I could have had so, 100 drinks. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I host a party, I can't get drunk. It's almost yeah. impossible because I'm just, always like on. I was just in the zone. Yeah. Um, and we went to Kenya. And did four days of safari there mm-hmm. in the Maasai Mara, which wow. is really cool. And then we went to Rwanda oh, and wow. did gorilla trekking. Oh wow. my god, that's so cool! The wild silverback. What a holy shit! Yeah, you're yeah. really and then diving we went into to life. Mozambique for oh, four fuck. days of like beach and island. Oh know, my god, chilling. That's just a great honeymoon. Chill out, and then we flew home. Hell yeah! So you spent more on the honeymoon than the wedding, probably, right? 
Uh, not Which, quite. But oh, okay. Not a crazy difference. Okay. Not well, crazy. African safari, I know from like looking up like dream trips, it's one of the most expensive ones you it's can crazy. go on. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But you can also go, there's tiers when you're there. And all the three star hotels and lodges over there are the most luxurious hotels you'll ever oh, stay in. Oh, good to know. They're so much more luxurious than anything here. Than a mm-hmm. motel six. You know, yeah. Like their, their lower and middle end stuff mm-hmm. is it's like high end nuts mm-hmm. wow um it's super super nice did you so, have like crazy experiences with an animal while you were there like well the gorilla trekking is incredible what do, it, what is that like you so just they go have, in the woods they um you know rwanda has not done in you know 1994 they had the genocide yeah which was like Pretty recent. Really bad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And very recent. And isn't was so fresh on everyone's minds and didn't was not helped at all by Hotel Rwanda coming out, mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. Because that came out years later and then that just totally refreshed the the Western minds of Oof. Rwanda's not a safe country. Mm-hmm. Because everyone saw that movie. And by that point, I think things were starting to be okay. Mm-hmm. Tourism was coming back. Yeah. And that just prolonged there yeah. and they, and they didn't have some tourism. They just didn't have for mm-hmm. a long time and slowly, but surely I think, I don't know what percentage of their tourism industry owes, owes itself to the, the gorillas, but it's big. Mm. It's a huge Gorillas deal. are so I'm so in awe when I see a gorilla. It's yeah. the most incredible. It's like seeing a tornado. You're like you're just humbled by them. And you're you're this close. And really? they're, they're habituated to people. Oh, wow. They're still wild, so you can't, right. you know, fuck them. But oh, damn. uh you get to you get to <laughs> sort of communicate what you have to tell the alpha that you're not going to hurt him and his family. And really? they tell you, you say, <clears throat> and then if oh, he's cool wow. with you and he's wants you to be around, he'll respond <clears throat> back. Oh my God. That's so cool. I mean, are there stories of when this went wrong? There have to be. Um, <laughs> there's no way this went right every time. Well, so there's tw- now there's 20 gorilla families in the country of okay. Rwanda. Each has about 16, 15 gorillas and only 12 of them are visitable. Oh, 12 of the families. Yeah. Okay. The other 12. They, they habituate them to people, mm-hmm. they say, for their own conservation. Right. And I, I, I believe, I'm sure a I'm lot sure of I'm sure a lot of the funds tourism, for the for these tours go towards all, taking all care of them, it. right? Yeah. And the permits are nuts. It's 1500 bucks a day. Wow. Each person wow, to wow, go, wow. just to go see them. And you go see them for an hour. You get an oh, hour. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and you're oh just among them, God. and they're running around. They'll bop you on the knee or something. Oh, that's so they're cool! They're playing, they're eating. Oh they're really God. cool. I fucking they're love super animals. Superhuman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and just beautiful creatures. Oh my God! And then Rwanda itself. I mean, you know, it, it's become a very prosperous country mm-hmm. by in terms of the broader Africa, and they pride themselves on how safe they are, and they're very quick to tell you, you know, we're 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 an honest nation. We love our president. Everything's great. You know, you can walk, you can walk down the street at night and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Go out, have fun, whatever. Mm. Um, and <laughs> that sounds a little, they're defensive. trying, it feels like they're trying to overcorrect. <laughs> right, right. Cause that movie can do, yeah, with that, I, it makes sense. Leave your sorrow open. Yeah. yeah. There's, they're overcorrecting from that genocide they had. That Rwanda, yeah. no panties. <laughs> <laughs> walk down the street with your pussy now, girl. 
It's Rwanda. <laughs> go, okay. But we, we went to the genocide memorial. Okay. Which okay. they tell you to... <laughs> hot, nice honeymoon in a hot spot. Yeah, we went, we went to that. Two straws, please. And it's so... <laughs> Did you finger your wife there? Oh, my well, God. They do have, like, this garden that is meant to be a uh, a memorial yeah. to a lot of people died. that died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It was How many? Do you a, know? A, like, a million. Roughly? A million Holy were killed in 100 days. Fuck. And it, and it was like. Oh, my God. It was. Yeah. The rate of killing was yeah. so bad. was so bad. Yeah. That. Oh, um, my God. There's nobody in the country, at least certainly, it didn't seem like we met anybody who didn't have an immediate family. Yeah, right. I'm talking a brother, million. sister, mom, Ooh. or dad. Oh, who my was God, killed. that's awful. Oh, that whole country scar. I mean, just traumatized. Yeah, the yeah. healing from that must be. Whew. But did very, you feel the heaviness of that? Yes, but because like, it's like have you visiting ever been Auschwitz. To, like, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, have you ever been to Israel? Because that's the only place I've been where it, like it feels like death in that place. Every it, like it's there's just the, there's a darkness. Really? Yeah. Heavy in Israel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I believe that. I, yeah. I um I just didn't. I I picture Tel Aviv and beaches right. and like stuff. No, there's like, there's a lot of party and stuff, but there's like a there's a, a death unex, too. Like there's a thickness to the air. Mm, yeah. 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 Wow. Is that more as a result of the Holocaust or as it as it also to do with their uh, constant war? I would think it's with the, the, the Arab it's world. B. Yeah, I so I mean you know the hol you know we like to talk about the Holocaust a lot, but I mean it's not like it's not really it like that's not really like where we're you know it's not like you're going to right places right so they're just yeah I get I I see what you mean yeah yeah it's a nation that's constantly on defense yeah, yeah. do you want to have kids absolutely oh that's yeah. good you'd be such a good dad so yeah. what is there a timeline that you've discussed with your wife I mean you just got married a so. little bit yeah how, we, how old young. is your wife if she's you, thirty one okay. Um, and we want to have a few. Oh. And so, you know, I think we're not in a rush, but we're not, uh, we have to be honest. Yeah, right. About trying to maximize the, and, and make things as easy as possible. So I think, uh, there's a thought that perhaps next summer. Oh, we're going to start. That's so fun. Nutting each other. Oh, cute. You don't nut in each other? I do. (laughs) But there's a barricade. Wait. Okay. So before we wrap up, though, you really uh, texted me last night a lot about realism. And I don't know that we ever got there. So I want to make sure we get to this because this is the thing you were most excited to talk about. Frankly, I'm very glad to hear the two of you your uh, sort of thoughts about dating and, and life and romance because they seem grounded. Well, mm. What were you worried we were going to say? Just fuck. F- no, <laughs> I, I, I think that I think that a lot of dating podcasts and I'm not, I don't would you call yourself a dating podcast? Sex relationship Femin- comedy podcast. I, I describe feminism. it as like a feminist comedy podcast. Cool. But you know, cool. yeah. we all describe things how they want to be seen. So. Yeah. True. I think, I think a lot of dating you know, the, the sphere of dating advice, podcast books has become so uh, specific and mm-hmm. it is so narrow in a lot of ways mm. where uh, you talk about red flags and green flags and does his astrological sign match up with yours? I never, and, I never would say that. You know, <laughs> who should pay for what, when, and... You know, mm-hmm. the people, people. That's a little uh, trivial for people in their 30s to be talking they about. They follow yeah. these charts that have been outlined. And, and it's so easy to say, well, that didn't 
line up so this isn't going to work out. Right, and right. I don't need a chart. It's just not going to work out. <laughs> there I we think, go. I That's think the spirit. <laughs> what I've learned, and, and you sound, it sounds like you guys are on, on the same page, is, mm-hmm. you know, being realistic about humans. Yeah. Sure is the most important thing I've found to successful relationships. Right. Yeah. Which is, you know, first of all, you you can't expect to change everyone. And or, a- or, or anyone, anyone except yourself. Or anyone. Yeah. You can, oh, only you. you can you can I've been she's changed me. She's like taught me things. Well, she's inspired you to change. She's also just like shown me how to do things better. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's like a it's a woman he- for like you. a heterosexual male experience. <laughs> I got to be honest. Uh, we've Is never it? been yeah, uh, you know, I, taught I, by our Oh, I've learned sure. some things. I've, I've but like more so like they inspire like I'm dating somebody who inspires me to want to be better. So yes, that's, that's, that's true. And also she, she's taught me about being present. Yeah, yeah. Which was something I hadn't really learned before. I always thought it was some hocus pocus mumbo jumbo bullshit <laughs> and like breathing being and stuff. Being present? Yeah. Okay. I thought that was For like uh, a, an eyelash away from, you know, feel the energy. In the right, right, and, right. And, okay. And the truth is it's just like listen to what i'm fucking saying yeah yeah. and process it in real time and remember it don't carry your stress into our time and bring work home and things like that yeah which you know it's not so much like this is the proper way to fold a towel right as it is true uh mental exercises that have improved my outlook on life oh that's lovely yeah and um i think that uh you know Knowing that, oh, he hasn't texted me in 15 minutes or he, or, or she hasn't, she, you know, all these things that, that I've, I've seen clips of and talks about, talked about on, on, you know, dating podcasts and things. I'm just like, well, if you're, if you're holding people to that standard, right? If you're diagnosing and, and analyzing the tape of your first date, like it's a fucking NFL football game, it's neurosis. Like you're never going to be successful. You're never going to find anything because nobody can meet that standard. Well, well yeah, for sure. But th- I think there's there's also two ways to look at it. So I think some of the podcasts in their defense, it's like, what is your goal? Is your goal to find your soulmate or is your goal to get married? And I think, sadly, a lot of people's goal is to just get married and it, it, can, it can be to someone who's good mm. enough. And so sometimes when we give advice on this podcast, I'll say, you know, I'm like, there's two answers. It's like, is your goal to get married and have a relationship and it's not like necessarily doesn't have to be the best one you can find or is it you're willing to hold out knowing that you might not ever find someone but if you do they'll be the best possible match for you those are two schools of thought you know mm. and there's and then so but the first one you, there's a lot of strategies that you can employ the second one obviously a little bit more difficult yeah i think that's that's spot on but I also there may be another there may be another option, which is well, marrying the, your soulmate. <laughs> I, I, that that the person you marry can become your soulmate. Oh, become your soulmate. Yeah, first sure. I mean I I want I would love to you know when I think of marriage I'm like I want to marry my soulmate. Yeah, like that's, well I mean arranged I, marriages have a pretty like actually like high, have a pretty high, high success high. rate. So I, there, there, I watched this thing I don't even remember what it was but it was like a, a slice of life docu yeah. series in, in China where um, it was focusing on these two this couple mm-hmm. who they'd had an arranged marriage and they were probably in their fifties and their kids stayed with 
their parents in, you know, uh, 40 hours of train rides away. Right. Um, and they saw them once every like year and a half. Their kid, they saw their kids once every year and a half. Okay. Yeah. They never see their kids and because they're, they're working in a factory Oh, and they're oh. working in a factory, you know, seven days a week, six, six days a week. Oh my God. It's terrible. And they, they had, were going home to see their kids and their family. And it was like, and they're, they're sad about the fact that they don't see their kids more, sure. but this is just the way life is. And they talk about how, when they first met and they were arranged, they didn't really know each other. Right. And, the, you know, but by, but, but by now, mm-hmm. by virtue of them working together and having these, you know, shared goals and, and needing each other, they had, they become each other's soulmates. That's beautiful. Yeah. You certainly can like melt into that. I think. I just think that. I think that's hard to do in Western culture, though. I see how that could work. But I think like with just the media that we're raised with and the conversations that we have, it's almost like we have too many options and then it makes it impossible to choose. And then add to that living in a a city like New York or L.A. I mean, there's there's reasons why people get married later in New York and L.A. And part of it is because we're working a lot. uh, But uh, or like we're working towards like a like a a goal that's like kind of self-indulgent. We don't want to interrupt. And then second. Secondly, uh, because we have like a lot more options, yeah. you know, yeah. if I stayed in my hometown, I would be like, well, I know everyone here. I right. know who the best person is out of the people that are available to me. And I would have, you know, pulled the trigger. That's true. That's <clears throat> true. But don't don't you think in, in ju- just the same way that, uh, you, you know, you you, I, I, you could meet somebody who you say, I'm glad I waited. This is my soulmate. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Get married. Wow. Yeah. Two years later, that guy becomes a degenerate gambler Mm. or, you know, you have kids and he freaks out and Mm. can't handle it and just like bounces. Sure. And it's like you could you that was my soulmate and it became not my soulmate. Well, yeah, that's happened to me before. I mean, I didn't he didn't become a degenerate gambler and walk away on the kids. But yes. And so, I mean, there was a period of time when I wanted to marry that person. And then when I at the end of the relationship, I no longer wanted to marry that person. I, I just I guess I guess to me, soulmate is such a lofty ideal that I wonder how often that actually happens in marriages, in successful marriages. Yeah. Yeah. And whether or not you could say, uh, my guess is that if you, if you took a poll of 85 year olds that have been married for 60 years, right. And they're still together and they're out there playing shuffleboard with their cracks hanging out yeah, and they're disgusting. Disgusting yeah, skin, really pain of visual. Sloughing off. Yeah, Ooh, can't wait to get old. Ugh, right? And they smell Ew. like mothballs and mm-hmm. okay. orange juice. If you took a poll of those people, yeah, and you said, "Are you married to your soulmate?" Mm-hmm. I bet you many of them would say, "Yeah," mm-hmm. but maybe they weren't. Maybe it took forty years for them to to to, to earn that. It yeah. Sure. Yeah, because you see yeah. people in various situations. Your parents die. You go through that. If you go through having children, like yeah. all these phases of life that are really intense, you get to see, oh, how am I there for you and how are you there for me? So you really get – they unfold before you they've, as life happens. Exactly. They've overcome affairs. They've overcome bankruptcy. Yeah. They've, they've watched a child, you know, uh, become an incel. 
Oh, maybe, yeah. But I don't know. And yeah. in spite of all that, any number of, of difficult things that had they happened in the first three months or five months or year of them dating, right. that person would have said, "There's no, that's not my soulmate. Mm-hmm. That's not my soulmate. Fuck that. Red flag. I'm yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, think that, I think that's a little more than a red flag. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, it's it, there's it, it, it's just different types of people. Like what you just explained, it's like lovely in theory. I'm not I'm not waiting forty years to find out if someone's my soulmate. I'm not nor, hanging nor should around. You. Yeah. Nor should you. It's 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 what you're looking for in life and what type of person you are. And I think at the end of the day, a lot of people are just unwilling to go through life alone. Right. Uh, that that to them is scarier than anything else. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that person, so that's not a concern that I have. I I think you're absolutely right. And I think that, uh, I think that settling has become this nightmare taboo. Don't do it. Don't settle. So yeah. you're, so you're, you're ending guy, your guys be fucked appearance by saying settle. I is think, this, be, I think settling. Thesis? And by the way, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky. So things worked out for Francis, but if you need to settle, you dumb fucking slut. Yeah, but like, but like, (laughs) I also think I'm in a privileged position where, in the same way that you guys are, where, you know, you're, you're socially adept and you have good income and you're healthy and, uh, you're, you attract attractable and attractive people. Mm -hmm. And that's not accurate for women. Um, in high level positions, I guess what I'm trying to say is that is that like <laughs> you have catches. your you have your catch. pick. You you have the ability to pick a a more likely soulmate. You so don't who, have so to settle. Who, so who has to settle? I don't I, really break it's it down. Sluts. Really break it down. Horrifically odorous vaginas. I, I, right. I don't. Right. 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 Uh, wow. You know. Um, Dig that hole. <laughs> no. I, I mean, men. Men. Uh, tons of men have to settle. And and must and should settling for a woman settling and a man settling two different things. I met I, in straight world in straight world. Yeah, because am I being unrealistic? I don't meet a lot of men who have to know. settle. I gotta be really? honest. Yeah, a lot of men luck out. And I, you know, we Karina and I talk about this. Fucking <laughs> There's so many the of those. Poor. Um, <laughs> my God. Keep going. So many men. Uh, you but know. I mean, okay, so the poor. <laughs> the poor. <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, a lot, the poor. Mo- most times uh, when people get married, a lot, I think it's like more common than not for your incomes to be pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Unless you're a daddy. But, you know, you, a guy with terrible teeth or, you yeah. know, we. These are all, a, these are all aesthetic uh, kind of things. <laughs> like I'm like like more like personality traits. Yeah, I'm yeah, about yeah. Here. Like Kern and I speak often about how we the the women in our lives. We've never met a woman that we're really close with that has a male partner that like blew us away. That we're like, wow, you're lucky to be with him. It's always the guys lucky to be with the girl. Never once. Like we genuinely not not being facetious in any way. And um, yeah, that's just an you interesting seem like observation. A, a cool partner though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's, I appreciate uh, that. There's so many guys that I know that are genuine catches, but like my like it's just those are the ones who don't pair up right <laughs> they're just plowing yeah oh 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 god guys yeah. that uh it was actually fascinating to watch um your relationship unfold on instagram because the fact that you did relatively quickly um propose i was like wow look at him being a serious yeah guy Three over years? here is that quick for <laughs> for someone i think of your like level yeah you're you have money you're known you're you're good looking 
you're uh, you're actually younger than I thought you were. Hmm. Yeah. I appreciate it. Not because you look old. I just I just thought you were like closer to my age. I, I I don't know what I would be doing without her. Right now in my would life, would she say the same about you? Well, she'd be fine. Exactly. There you go. Thanks for being honest. She'd there you be go. Fine. And that's kind of our point. She's like, yeah, but I don't think that I'm a fucking. You're not a dunce. Anchor. You're a lovely partner. No, 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 like, yeah, you bring a lot to the back. table. We're, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. we're not trying to say that you specifically are a burden. I, we are trying to say that about a lot of other people. Um, but <laughs> right. She would have married a, another guy of, of commensurate status. Caliber, yeah, yeah. She'd sure. Be, or, or, or. But you would have found, 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 found somebody else. Yeah, for sure. We, yeah, we both, we would be fine. But there's an implicit understanding there, I think. Of yeah. Like, that's also why you we chose don't, each other. We don't cheat on each other. It's because nice. it's like, well. Yeah, we both know theoretically we. I, she could step out the door, and and there'd be an army of, of guys trying to bang her. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and you know, so like there's it's it's almost like mutually assured dis- destruction. <laughs> like I, I won't cheat on you because I know that you could then come back and cheat on me and, and tenfold, tenfold. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice, so romantic. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Francis. Where can we find you online? Uh, and what would you like to promote? Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Um, you guys can find me. Just look up my name, Francis Ellis, on, on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, got some fun uh, shows coming up. Uh, check out my website, FrancisEllis.com. Lovely. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. This has been Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary, created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. (laughs) Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares?
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 